Happy Saturday. Welcome to Heaven on Earth Podcast. This is Big Homie OG. So, I did something big today. And it might not be big to you, but it was very big to me. I told my testimony. And my story isn't done, but I told what my 46 days of Lent looked like. And I didn't go into depth about everything that I went through, but I told just enough so people can understand that you're doing the right thing. The entire time that this is going on, I have had fun. I can't even lie. If I if I sat there and told you that the last 46 days have been hell, I'd be lying. I would be bald-faced ass lying. Because it hasn't. I might not have liked everything. I might not have cared for everything. But like I told them on live, I said the ratio between my bad days and my good days, they don't outweigh the good days. And even on the bad days, it might have just been like one thing that would have like pissed me off. But other than that, like, I was cool. It's crazy because I thought I would feel embarrassed. I thought I would feel... I thought I just would have all these emotions of feeling like seen and naked and something just feels like I just feel freed. And as much as like right now, things just don't look how I think they it's like I'm I'm in this energy. I'm not confused. I'm in this energy of just it just feels weird. I don't feel bad and I don't feel sad, but I don't feel extra overly excited. I just I'm just being. Today I met a lady and it's funny because I just kept looking at her and I couldn't figure out why I kept looking at her. And God said, go talk to her. And I said, I don't want to go talk to her. She's minding her business. She, She's sitting in water. She over there meditating. I'm not trying to, you know, bother this lady. He said, go talk to her. So when I went to go talk to her, I said, um, you know, I finally like was open and like, you know, and I didn't really tell everything. I just told her like what I was going through. And I told her, I said, you know, sometimes the teacher needs a teacher. Sometimes a coach needs a coach. And it's not to say that I don't appreciate the, you know, the words of encouragement from, you know what I'm saying, my followers and my supporters and my soul cousins. I 110% appreciate it, but it's like, it's like I felt like I needed somebody that does what I, a healer needed a healer. Like, I talked to God, I talked to my ancestors, like... I talk to them all the time, but it's like sometimes it's like I needed a physical representation. Like they've sent me so many signs and synchronicities today of like butterflies, lizards, um, like uh, birds. Like they just sent me so many synchronicities for me to confirm like, yo, everything's going to be okay. God showed me red things. He showed me one, one, one. Like I have been confirmed all day. Like, yo, everything's going to be just fine. Like just wait. And it's just like. I needed to physically speak to somebody. And when I was talking to her, it's just like, it was just funny because we just both said the same thing of like, yeah, like sometimes we need the message. Like sometimes we need that person to come to us and be like, hey, I got a message for you. And I've been at the beach all day and like being near the water and being near the earth element, like just being in the feminine elements have really put me in a state of just like, Wow. So the sun came out and everybody knows as an Aries, I love the sun. I don't care. I love the sun. I tan. I don't care. Nothing about no black people don't need to be in the sun. That's a lie. I am one black girl that loves to be in the sun. I be laying out, you know what I'm saying? Like 
like I'm sunbathing. Like I do, I don't care. And I put my feet and I put my hands in the water and it's just like, I had to look at it from a different perspective when I got into the water because it's like God was like, you don't see this overflow. He just kept saying the word overflow, 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 overflow. One of the things that I told her while we were talking, I said, um, I said, I guess I'm in a weird place because if my life was to change tomorrow, would I have appreciated what I did today? And like, am I content? It's crazy because I'm getting emotional. I don't know why. Because I'm telling y'all, it's like my body's like, you're, everything's fine. My spirit is like, we're good. Like, you don't even know what's about to happen. And it's just like, I don't. So it had to be like five. No, it probably was like around six o'clock. And I got up and I said, you know, I'm going to go give me a Slurpee. That was one of the things that I did when I first got here is that I, I've never really been to a 7-Eleven. I've always heard about them, but I've never been. So I got me a Slurpee. And something about that Slurpee just always seals the deal for me to just relax. And I know people probably like, oh, it's just the sugar. It's not. It's what I feel when I drink the Slurpee. It's not a slushy, and it's, it, it reminds me of just childhood when I used to go to Sonic. I used to have a slushy, and you know what I'm saying? It's not, QT don't got it like 7-Eleven, okay? 7-Eleven got the best slushies, like, argue with your mother. <laughs> and I just told her, I said, it's not like I don't know what's going on. And she said, you know, what you're telling me is not really you. You're not really worried about that. And I said, well, what do you mean? She says, it's more things that you're actually worried about. And then she said, and when she said it, I thought about it because I told her, I was like, you know, money and, you know, the H word. And she was like, you're not really worried about that. And I said, I mean, she basically told me like that wasn't the truth. And I had to be honest with myself and realize it wasn't. I think my biggest worry right now is, and it's not, a, and I don't think it's a worry because, I don't think it's a worry because I'm nervous. It's a thought. And it's because 46 days ago, I vowed to myself and to God that I was going to give up stress and worry for Lent. And the very last day of Lent, it's like that stress and worry part of myself is like, wait, are you leaving? Are you leaving me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. Everything that I said that I never wanted to happen, everything that I felt fearful of when I first got here, it fucking happened. And it might not didn't happen in a dangerous way. It might not happen in an explosive way, but the shit fucking happened. So therefore, I, I can't stress and worry no more. So it's like, what do I need you here for? And as I've been sitting at this beach for the last like, mm, probably like eight hours, the more I realize I found contentment in where I'm at because if my life was to change tomorrow, I would wholeheartedly cherish the days that I came to the beach and I put my feet in the sand and put my feet in the water. And, you know, the days that I was just walking around, going to get a slushy, like really enjoying the small things in life because even though. You know what I'm saying? We might not lose those things in our life. When your life changes for something different, you might not get to experience that without, you know what I'm saying, somebody knowing me. And I already told you, I'm a celebrity. So it's just like, 
I might not get those simple days of where I can go somewhere without people trying to take pictures of me or people knowing me or people saying, oh, gee, oh, gee, or you know what I'm saying? Or I got to have, you know, paparazzi around me or it's thousands of people calling my phone and I got brand deals and I'm traveling all over the world. Was I content when all I could do was literally sit on the beach for eight hours and drink a slushie? And I could honestly say yes. Something about that slushie excited me when I got up. I said, oh, I'm about to go give me a slushie. I don't feel bad. I don't feel sad. I'm in this energy where that was the step. And I know it was the step. It might not have been a step. It might not have been a step for God. It might not be a step for y'all. It might have been a step for anything else. But coming online and telling my testimony, that was the step for me. I'm her. I'm her. I'm the same girl that did this. I'm the same girl that did that. I'm the same girl that did something wild and came all the way over here with barely no money, no plan. I'm her. I'm the one that was just up in the club, turned up, shaking ass. I'm the same one that's telling you to pray, reading the Bible. I'm the same one. I'm the same one that was sitting there drinking green tea shots and drinking champagne and in the Balenciaga store and in the Ferragamo store and, you know, Dolce Cabana walking around, you know what I'm saying, like five-star hotels, eating breakfast, being, being pampered by people, you know what I'm saying, don't got no money, still, still loving a hood jam, like, I'm still her. I'm still her and I'm her and I'm accepting of her. I love her. I appreciate her. I never realized how strong my power and my energy was until I got here. I never realized how much of a God frequency I had until I got here. People were doing things just based off my face card and my energy. They were just saying things like, it's something about your energy. And yet, most time when people say that shit, you be like, man, come on, man. You're trying to steal some energy from me. And it finally was in this energy of like, God was like, I'm about to put you in a position where people don't want to steal from you. They actually want to give you back what they feel that you give. I would meet men. They would say things like, I don't normally do this. And I knew they didn't because it wasn't like a sexual thing. It literally was like a um, like a, a protection thing of just like, I just want to make sure you straight. Like, And it was weird because it was just like, you don't even know me. Like, we're not even going to be dating. Like, I might not even talk to you tomorrow. But they didn't care. I met women that just were so nice and so, you know what I'm saying? They were just wanting to be so open and they were so receptive. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it was just all of that. And then it's like, I will also meet men that were just fantasizing the energy and fantasizing who I was and having a fetish over, you know what I'm saying, a brown-skinned girl with tattoos, just that. And then I had the women that, oh, well, they see a pretty girl and they feel like she's struggling. It's like, oh, wow, you're so pretty. You're struggling. Let me, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guess your looks didn't help you here. It's like, what? And I can feel that energy. I could feel the energy. Pretty girl privilege is a blessing and a curse because it will bring out people's envy for them to feel like, well, you're pretty. You should already have this figured out you, and you're struggling. Wow. I, I, I take that in a sense of excitement. A pretty girl like you is struggling. Hmm, now you see how it feels. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Pretty girl privilege has looks, but it's also an aura thing. 
to look in somebody's eyes and you can see the envy in them. You can see the hurt in their eyes. You can see the lack of love in them. It's just like, hmm, wow. And I would do this thing where I would just smirk. and Because I, I wouldn't cut your attitude. I wouldn't cut you out. Oh, bitch, this, none of that. I just would smirk and be like, okay, have a good day. Because in my head, it's like, you don't really want to treat me like this. But you feel you have to because it, it's a boost of your ego, huh? I'm glad I can help you. And I pray that this helps you become a better person. That you didn't get the reaction that you thought you were going to get out of me. That you didn't get the energy that you expected out of me because you felt that I was a certain way. You felt that I was nasty. You felt that I, I was going to be rude and I was nothing like that. I've learned so much on this journey. I've learned so much on this journey. The power within me is is real. It's so real, like, it's real. And I was scared. I was so scared of it. But the way I kept my head up high the way I wouldn't even cry at times, it just was like, it started to amaze me when I stopped crying. I remember days I used to just be crying, like, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you letting me go through this? Like, God, like, why can't you just fix this? Like, and he was just like, you, you got this. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Nothing's going on. You're okay. You're fine. Everything's fine. It's just like, no, it's not. No, it's not. He's like, no, for real, I'm telling you, everything's cool. Nobody's worried like you think they are. Just chill. I would sit there and think about things over and over and over and over again. I was breaking through so many generational curses that it just was fucking me up. I would, something would be dirty or like it'd have a stain on it. So I'd throw it away because at this point, like it's not coming out when I wash it. And I would like go buy another shirt or whatever. And all of a sudden I'd panic like, oh my God, why am I buying another shirt? Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. I need money for this. And God was like, whoa, you have to chill. You have to chill. It's $4. It's like, yeah, but I don't know. I might need the $4 for something else. And then it's just like, I would be like, I need to go get my nails done. And he'd be like, okay, well, now you have the money to go get your nails done. And I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, but I thought presentation was something you vowed to yourself this year. And it was. 2023, I told myself, we're going to always keep our hair done. We're going to keep our nails done. We're going to keep our face looking right, feet done, all that. Like, we're going to stay, keep, we're going to keep our upkeep, keep our maintenance up. And he was like, wow, you're breaking vows to yourself just because of your circumstances? And it was just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. The more I took care of myself, the more people treated me in a different way. The days that I would look crazy, I get no fucking love, I felt like. <laughs> like, if I ever just kind of woke up and just went out somewhere, I get no love. The very moment that I would, like, go into a bathroom and, like, you know what I'm saying, like, straighten my hair like I I was curling my hair in the bathroom of places I didn't give a fuck changing clothes like I did not care I stayed looking cute I stayed looking up to par like I don't care as long as I smell good look good I'm okay today I took a really big step I told my testimony.
told my testimony. And it's crazy because, like, that shit is going to slip by and go viral. <laughs> that shit is going viral. It's like, nah, not it's going viral. God, like, what you expect? What you expect? You put work into it, I'm going to give you exactly what you're asking for. Because it's, it's like when I'm not feeling stable, I told you I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be heard. I don't want none of that. And God kept saying, stop worrying about that. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep talking. Keep showing your face, your pretty face. Just keep going. You're going to be all right. You think you think I'm not too far? You think I'm not too, you know, so you think I'm far away? You think I'm not close? It's like... Yeah, I know you close, but what do I do? What do I do when I literally feel like I have no options? What do I do when I feel like both my hands and my feet are tied? What do I do when... Nothing seems to change. What do I do? He just said, you just sit there and you relax. Everything literally gets worked out. Every single time that I think something like is not going to work out, it works out within a second. So therefore, he's like, so why do you worry? Literally, money could just hit my account. In that same thing, I go get me, God be like, okay, now go get you a, a lift to where you need to go. Go there, lay there, sleep, you're fine. And it's just like 24 hours in a day, my problem was fixed within literally two minutes. He says, so why do you worry? I said, because I guess I didn't know at what point it was going to be fixed. So if I didn't know when it was going to be fixed, then I felt like it would never have gotten fixed. It was nights where... It didn't fix, like it, nothing changed. So therefore it's just, he's like, yeah, that was one time. He said, but do you ever, he said, do you ever think about when that happens? Is it because it's time for you to actually move the energy? I said, well, what do you mean? He said, do you think that when things don't change, is it time for you to move the energy? I said, but in this case, you didn't really give me any resources. He says, you always have resources. Like, cut me off, clear. Like, he's like, you always have resources. And it's just like, well, maybe I'm not understanding these resources in this season because what do I do? He says, well, what do you feel you should do? I said, well, I feel like I should just relax. He said, is relaxing and listening not a resource? Sometimes when he get deep like that, I'd be like, oh, he's so aggravating. <laughs> He'd be like, checkmate. He said, you only see resources in a physical aspect when in reality, resources are mentally, physically, and spiritually. You spiritually align yourself in a way that you relax and everything comes to you and then it's fixed, right? I said, yeah. He said, okay. So let me ask you again. What are your resources? In this new energy, I realize my resources have a lot to do with me finding something else to do. 
it's funny that the song is playing is that song, I Got My Eyes On You. Just hold on, we're going home. What's that song? Every emotion. Cause you're a good girl and you know it. Hold on, we're going home. He says, I can't get over it. You left your mark on me. I want your hot, loving emotion endlessly. You're a good girl. You know it. You act so different around me because you're a good girl. You know I know exactly who you could be. God said that to me today. He said, why do you think you didn't feel embarrassed about telling your testimony? I said, because it's me. He said, exactly. 40, 40, it took you 46 days to find out who you truly are. Are you happy with yourself? I am. I am. Because I'm an inspiration. I'm a motivation. I'm a walking legend. And I'm a walking testimony. When I said the affirmation that my life is a testimony, why didn't I think that it actually would be a story worth hearing? I made it 46 days. I never once told anybody, book me a flight to come back home. Because I knew even if I go back, what's there? There's nothing there. So I might as well just keep going because there's nothing there. Nobody's going to save me. I really got to save myself this time. Like, I, this is serious. Like, this, this is like, this is my life. This isn't no longer just a season. This is my life. Nobody's going to save me. Nobody's going to build me a house and take care of this. Nobody's going to make me a legend but me. Nobody's going to nobody's going to do it but me. Nobody's going to show me my worth but me. Nobody's going to nobody's going to show me my light but me. And since God is within me, God is the only one that can help me. Nobody's going to give me wealth. Nobody's going to give me fame and fortune and, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody's going to help me be in history books but me and God. God can only, God can do that. Nobody was going to help me get my ass up and go the opposite way. Nobody was going to do that for me. I had to say myself. And even if that meant that I didn't know where the fuck I was going or what the fuck I was going to do, I had to say myself. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did, y'all. It's funny because I look in the clouds and they all look like spades. Spade is the truth.
I'm proud of myself. And everybody else should be proud of themselves too. The only reason why you went through hardship and you actually decided to, you know what I'm saying, push through is because you're the only person in your bloodline that's actually gonna stand on that shit. Everybody in your bloodline done went through some type of hardship and they folded. They've all had a thing where they ain't had no money and they decide to just either kill themselves to continue to work all hard to make all that money or stay in relationships to make sure that they were secure or just do things that clearly was not for them out of the energy of settling. That's a generational curse that I'm breaking. I'm not settling for shit. I could have took money and went into certain motels and hotels. I'm not staying now. Like, I'm not trying to down nobody, but it's certain shit I just wasn't doing. God was like, okay, so what you going to do? Well, I'm not staying there. He's like, okay, that's fine. I still had some type of boundaries and, and, and levels of, of, uh, levels of, um, of what you call it, um, on my journey, honey. I said, oh, no, 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 we're not doing that. You know? And I felt like he just, like, sometimes he wouldn't do it because he wanted to see, like, well, if you don't have it, then what you going to do? You going to settle? It's like, hell no. What I got to do? You want me to sit outside? <laughs> like, what you want me to do? Like, what you want me to do? And do I feel like sometimes that I did mess up? Yeah. Do I feel like sometimes I did do the wrong thing and I didn't listen and I'm being punished for me not listening? Yeah. But the more I sit and the more I release today, the more I realize that the universe already forgave me for some things that I just got to forgive myself. We think that when God punishes us, you think, we think that his, his, his punishing is forever. God look at everything the same. He look at everything like the day. Time is an illusion. So he look at it the day of the energy. We in new energy now. Why would I still be holding that grudge against you? I love you. If I love you, I don't hold no grudges against you. You the one that's dragging out this illusion of a grudge because of the fact that you haven't forgiven yourself for what you've done. It makes me think of the reading I said when I TikTok when I was like, you know, certain people feel like you got beef with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's not a problem. It's what they're creating in their head. God said, God said, who who said that? I'm over that. You did that shit like two weeks ago. You good? <laughs> like. What are you talking about? It's like, God, you still, you still tripping on me about, you know, when I had sex with old dude. No, you did that like, like three and a half weeks ago. Like, I'm over that. How you feel about it? It's like, I don't feel no way. Okay, so why are you still bringing it up? Did you learn your lesson out of it? Like, yeah. It's like, okay, so what's the problem? It's like, oh, I mean, I just thought because, you know, I had like messed up that like, you know, you know, you was kind of dragging out. He says, I never drag out anything that you do. And that's what makes me think of when the Israelis, when they were going through what they were going through, how if they would have just forgiven themselves, and I mean truly forgiven themselves for the things that they done, would they have still felt like God was punishing them? If people forgave themselves the way God forgives you, would you still would you would you still act that way? Because I feel like what keeps us down, what keeps us down in the dumps, and what keeps us in the energy of lack mentality is that we don't forgive ourselves for the things that we weren't happy with truly. 
And since we weren't happy with it truly, we assume that God is just so angry and so upset with us. But see, the day is already over. See, he spent that whole day trying to get you to understand the energy and get you to understand what you felt. And you didn't want to process it. So therefore, that's why it's still dragging on. If healing is an everlasting thing, please, please inform me of. How are you ever going to get through something if you constantly are in the energy of regret? I can easily say, bro, I regret coming here. I regret, you know, break. I mean, like, you know, not not signing my lease. I mean, like, you know, not resigning my lease. I can easily say that. But something in me says I don't regret nothing. I wasn't happy. I can literally look at myself and say, like, you look happier. Your skin looks pretty. Your smile looks brighter. Your eyes look brighter. Even when even when you look a little agitated, even when you aggravated, even when you feel like you ain't got no sleep, you look so beautiful. I cut my bees off probably like uh probably earlier this week and I realized I hadn't seen my naked body in like two years. I took a picture of myself like, you know, like, you know, my body or whatever, like, you know, in panties and nude, whatever. And I was like, damn. And it's crazy because, you know, men say that all the time, they're like, you got a nice-ass body. And it's just like, I don't feel like that. I feel like I have I have true body dysmorphia, like, for real. I'm like, nah, this don't look right. This don't look right. I cut them beads off. I started looking at myself. I started taking pictures. I said, damn. Legs and hips and body, body. That's one of the things that I had been hearing myself say a lot. Like, in my head, I was like, why do I keep hearing that? And it's just like, oh, this why. Legs and hips and body. (laughs) And I kept hearing that. That's a big old ass right there. I'm like, nah, y'all not, y'all not gassing me right now. Y'all not gassing me right now. They're like, yeah, we gassing you because it's the truth. Do you not see yourself? It's like, no, nah, I guess I didn't. And this just happened like a week ago. I cut my bees off my ankle and I cut them off my thing because I just realized that they were collecting so much energy that I no longer needed it. I felt like I needed to just break free into this new cycle of who I am. And hell, I can always get new beads. But I just had this energy of just like, you know what? This me. And... This is me in all four seasons. This is me in all four energies. This is me. And am I happy? Yes. Because under all this weird energy that I feel, something miraculous is happening. Because every time I go on TikTok, I'm seeing somebody's winning story. God says it's a season of winning. It's a reward for your endurance. It's a, it's a, it's a reward for, for how, how dedicated you were. You think, you think I just let you suffer? For, you, you think I'm just going to let you suffer? You're like, you weren't even suffering. You just was going through a, a, a residue. You were just going through a mourning. You were just going through a transformation. If you if you really look at what's been going on, you really just been going through a transformation. You just been looking at things with your physical eyes instead of your third eye. Because if you're looking at things with your third eye, you realize you've been going through a whole transformation. Because now you sit back 46 days later, and what do you have to say for yourself? Nothing. But I'm proud of myself. I'm happy with myself, and I don't regret shit that I did.
oh my god one of my soul cousins she sent me that she heard this song a love like this before i never had someone to show me a love like love like this before And I told y'all that eating love is evolution. <laughs> I got the biggest smile on my face right now. <laughs> I just feel like I've just been surrounded by celebrations. It was a birthday party when I first got to the beach. And then it was a gender reveal. Then it's another celebration going on now. It's just like, I just feel like I'm constantly around. Like celebrations are all around me. You know what I'm saying? I've been seeing so many, like, couples and, like, pregnant women. It's just like, oh, what the fuck? But I feel like God wanted to show me, like, I feel like God wanted to show me what yin and yang was. He wanted me to see what partnership was and teammates and, and not necessarily with me and another person, just me coming into myself and coming to this understanding of, like, everything's okay. Like, not for real. Like, everything's okay. And Saturday marks a new week. And I don't know. This week just, it feels weird. And it feels weird because I feel like all my ancestors and spirit guides and the universe and God, they just all got their, like, little little eyes out. Like, the little emoji, like, uh-oh, it's happening. It's happening. And it's just like, she made it. Like, Yeah. I, I told you I was going to make it. I told you I was going to make it to the other side. And it makes me think of now that I'm at the beach, it's like I feel like I made it onto the other side of the water. Oh, my God. I feel like I made it to the other side of the water. I feel like I made it to the other side of the water. And I looked at my time. It was 33, 37. It's like, damn, I feel accomplished. 46 days, like, yo, I'm going to tell my kids, like, yo, mom, mom's is a G. Like, your mother's a fucking G. She she fucking finessed 46 days in this another city. No, no, no apartment, no car, just finessing life. Like, fuck it. Challenging the universe every day. You know, they always say you win some, you lose some. I really gambled with myself for 46 fucking days. (laughs) 46 fucking days. I done damn near fucking hit the jackpot on a hoe. I'm proud of myself for that. I'm proud of myself for that. 46 days. And it's funny because I had a dream of me doing something. And then that shit happened today. And I was like, whoa. Then I've been having, like, major moments of deja vu, like, quicker than normal. Like, literally quicker than normal. And I was like, oh, yeah. If this ain't a double confirmation, I don't know what it is. I asked for one thing, and I got more than what I expected. God said, get used to that. Get used to y'all asking for things and getting more than what you expected. You know why? It's because of the fact of you've gone through a season where you asked for something and you didn't get anything or you got little or you got the bare minimum. Something tells me something about the bare minimum turns into the maximum. Something about the bare minimum turns into the maximum. 
It gives me my hands look like this so hers can look like that. I don't know. Something about that is very significant. And it makes me think of when I said for every season, how I was like, the second, the fourth, the sixth. I said something about the second, the fourth, and the sixth. It just randomly just shuts on. And it's just like everything just goes bing, bing, bing. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think, like I just said, the jackpot. That's exactly what it makes me think of. Like a slot machine. And across the slot machine, it's like 777. And all the buzzers go off and everything happens and it's all chaotic and shit. That's what I feel. It's that feeling of like disbelief. Thank you, Spirit. That's that's what I keep hearing. It's the feeling of disbelief, and the definition of disbelief is because I I want to I want to see the specific verbiage. The inability or refusal to accept that something is true or real. Mhm. And disbelief is a is a is a um is a noun, which it means it's a it's a people, place, and thing. I'm trying to tell you, I can I can hear that in my head. I can hear that in my head, disbelief. And I've been saying shocking, but they just said in my head, disbelief. You're going to be in disbelief. It don't even feel like 46 days, if I could be honest with you. I feel like I just got here, like, the other day. Life has been crazy. And I've had to finesse my way through. I ain't even gonna cap. Because it wasn't nobody's business. Like, you don't need to know what I'm truly doing here. I can't even explain it to you because you're not gonna understand. It's crazy. <sighs> I love you guys. Mwah. Toodles.